In a world where heroes and villains clash in never-ending battle, a new breed emerges from the shadows. Brace yourself for an eye-opening journey as we unravel the enigmatic realm of anti-heroes. On this episode of the Fallible Man podcast, we delve deep into the essence of masculinity, unearthing the top eight, or ten, we'll see, anti-hero traits to imitate as men. Prepare to question everything you thought you knew about heroism as we explore the forbidden territories where darkness meets redemption. Power dances with morality and the line between good and evil blurs a little bit. It's time to embrace your inner anti-hero and discover the untapped potential within you. Are you ready to rewrite the rules and unleash your true heroic nature? Step in the darkness and let the transformation begin. Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential, grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? Well, that's the big question. In this podcast, we'll help you answer those questions and more. My name is Brent and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Hey guys, before we get started, we need your help. Now, a lot of you guys listen to this show, and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And we want to continue to make the best shows possible to serve you, our listener. You are the most valuable thing to us. Now, there's a link to a survey in the show notes or the description, depending on what platform you're on. We're asking for your input to help us make better content across all of our platforms for the 2024 year. I know it's the middle of the summer, but... It takes time, right? We got to plan these things. So because it takes a few minutes, there is a free gift for you as a thank you for filling out the form. We want to make sure here at The Fallible Man that we're giving you the content that will help make your life better and help you live the life you want to be and step into that life of purpose and intention. Thank you. Please take a few minutes. Consider filling out the survey and help us out as we go into season five next year with new content aimed specifically at making sure we're meeting your needs. Now let's get back to the show. Now guys, I've always been an anti-hero guy. Anti-hero, anti-hero, I'll say that a few different ways, but it's the same thing, it's just me talking badly. I never liked the shiny, happy superhero nonsense people because they just seemed absurd to me. I was right there with Batman when he decided he should kill Superman because Superman was too big of a threat and an unknown. We see exactly why it was the right choice in the DC series Injustice Gods Among Us. I mean, even in Star Wars, Han Solo was way cooler than Luke. I wanted to dig into my own psyche a little bit and figure out why me and so many other men are frequently more taken with anti-heroes than the Captain Americas out there. Now, don't get me wrong, Cap's okay, and he's got a big heart. I know a lot of people who like those guys, but most people really dig the anti-heroes a little more. So, why? Now, if you know me, I, I have to ask why a lot, because I want to get deeper. I want to know. I want to understand. And you have to peel the layers back. So, why? 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 Then it hit me a lot of men identify with some traits that make them stand out. We see the traits and are drawn to them. We want them in our own lives. 
No, I'm not saying we should imitate some of the anti-heroes in every way. Please don't try to go the whole vigilante route. It will end badly with you dead or in prison or somebody hurt. But deep inside, we've all wanted to be Batman jumping off the rooftops, putting bad guys in jail. By the way, my name is Brent, and I am the Fallible Man, and welcome to the Fallible Man podcast, your home for all things man. A big shout out to Fallible Nation. That's my private community, and you guys help put this show on and keep us going. And a warm welcome to our first-time listeners. Thank you for giving us a chance, checking out the show. I hope you take away something great from it. We'd love to hear more from you. Now, let me be really clear. This is not, let me repeat, this is not, much to many just people's dismay, I'm sure, a list of the best anti-heroes. There's a great many that will not be mentioned in this conversation. However, many of the traits are shared by most amazing anti-heroes. So what about them can we imitate or should we imitate? Like anti-heroes, men would be better off with a few of these traits, habits, or ideals. <laughs> now, these aren't in any specific order. And I'll throw out some character names, but it, it's what's the takes behind them that really made them stand out. So if you guys haven't seen the series Jack Reacher, then you missed out. The TV series is way better than movies. Alan Richardson does an amazing job. And the most notable thing I want to take from this is not his incredibly huge physique, because the man is a monster in the show, but it's his inability to walk away from real issues. You see, Jack Reacher does what needs to be done. And as men, I think we need to do what needs to be done. He sees wrong and he can't help but intervene. Now, I'm not talking about someone speeding or being a jerk, but when faced with real bad, with real evil, he can't idly sit by and do nothing. He does what he must do. Sometimes that gets him in trouble, sometimes it doesn't, and it definitely could get you in trouble. But men do what needs to be done. The second one, and what list would be complete without the Wolverine, I can hear it now, but Brent, he's a mutant and I, I can't regen. That's true. You cannot regenerate, so don't be that stupid, okay? What I wanted to bring up with the Wolverine is he leads into his senses and trusts them. Literally, his senses and intuition. Yes, he has super senses. No, you can't have those. But you can develop your actual senses and learn to use them to raise your situational awareness at all times. You can actually practice your hearing. I know it seems weird. It's true though. You can actually practice developing your sense of hearing, developing your sense of smell, developing your vision. You, yes, there are actually exercises to improve that. As you develop yourself, your intuition will become invaluable. If you follow Wolverine, he always trusts his actual senses and the instincts that come because he's feeding the extra information into his body. He's hearing things, he's smelling things, he's listening, he's watching, he's, 
He lets it feed his intuition and he trusts his gut. And men need to trust their instincts more because I think there's a lot of us out there that have learned to second guess our gut and it's not always a good thing, guys. The third one on the list is becoming relentless. Agent 47 from the popular video game series, Hitman, also the now two or three time movie, right? Is relentless. If Agent 47 is on your trail, your ticket's punched, dude. I mean, he's a lot of things, but relentless is one of them. And it's an important map feature. No matter what kind of crazy security you have, he will find a way, no matter the great personal risk, to get you. He doesn't know how to stop, give up, or quit. And that's okay, because he's a super genius when it comes to planning out his methodical work. And that comes with being relentless. You learn to be more methodical in his acting. You learn to plan better because you know you have to succeed. Become relentless as a man. Follow your path with singular devotion, and it will make you a better man. The next one on the list Ah, one of my favorites is the Punisher. Like every great anti-hero, Frank Castle is a physical beast, even as he gets older in the comic books. His dedication to his physicality and his own fitness is insane. Or is it really insane? Mark Bell said it best, strength is never a weakness and weakness is never a strength. A man should be devoted to the perfection of his physical, mental, and emotional health. Men should be physically fit. And they should be physically fit and dangerous. They should know how to use that physical presence. Whether that's in self-defense or however you want to say that, men need to be physically healthy, physically fit, and dangerous. And Frank Castle and most anti-heroes are just the epitome of that. You know whether you want to admit it or not. You've all either looked at the movie or the comic book and been like, looked at yourself and been like, um, trying to suck in the gut. I know I've done it too. It's a calling, gentlemen, for us to be physically fit and dangerous. Next one on the list is one of my favorite characters of all time. But he's not defined by his past. And that's what we need to get out of this. Al Simmons, alter ego, Spawn, was literally forged in the bowels of hell by the devil himself. He was twisted, manipulated, and misled to lead the armies of hell. Yet when he got away from the devil and started to see the world was not what he had been told, he decided he would not be a puppet. You think your story is hard? <laughs> Were you forged by the devil? tormented for years to become what you are now. I know some of you have some backstories that are pretty close or feel like they're pretty close for sure. But the big takeaway from the Spawn storyline is your past doesn't have to define who you choose to be. No matter what you choose and you are responsible for who you choose to be now. And as men, we cannot be defined by our past but who we choose to forge ahead and become. Now, let's get off the comics for a second. The leader from the hit show Peaky Blinders is a fascinating study in stoicism. 
Thomas Shelby has ice in his veins, or so it was seen. It's not really that he doesn't have a heart. In fact, he's got a big heart. Instead, what he has is the ability to think clearly and not let his emotions cloud his judgment. Sure, he loses it once in a while. It's part of the reason I like him. No one's perfect. But imagine if you were in control of your emotions and were able to use logic and reason and intelligence 95% of the time because your emotions weren't getting the better of you and weren't running away from you. How many men are in places like prison because they lost control? As something we can learn from other anti-hero from anti-heroes like Thomas Shelby, having stoic control, or at least it's associated with stoicism, is control of your emotions. Not letting your control emotions control you, but controlling your own emotions. The next one on my list is probably the first comic book I ever bought. One of my favorites as far back as I can remember, largely due to the Flaming Skull and Chopper, because I've always been a motorcycle guy. Duped into being the devil's bounty hunter and then telling the devil to go back to hell, he has an interesting outlook on life. However, one thing Johnny can't abide is evildoers. The Ghost Rider has no, no wiggle room for evildoers. In fact, the writer has a definitive sense of right and wrong and good and evil. Edmund Burke said it best when he said the only thing necessary for tr the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. All men need to take away from these anti-heroes a definitive sense of right and wrong. And like I said, you will see a lot of these traits overlap through a lot of these big anti-hero classics. And this is one of them. Frank Castle, you know, it, it, Batman, it doesn't matter. All these guys, definitive sense of right and wrong. And the, the tenacity to do something about it. Now, the next character on our list, gotta admit, is new on this list for me. I will confess that Black Adam is a new ad addition to this list for me. I've followed a lot of these other characters for years. But my only point of reference is the movie with The Rock. So if I don't get it right, or The Rock totally misrepresented in that movie, because movies do that, don't hang me out on this one. But I loved one thing about the character. He is a decisive man of action. The debate over letting bad men stand trial and being punished by a faulty system between him and Hawkman was hilarious. Because Black Adam's just like, he's bad, we kill him, it's easy. Right? I love the decisiveness. They were bad, they got punished. Something needed to happen. He was off doing something while everybody else wanted to play him and was still talking about it because he moved really fast. And I mean, bonus, being pretty much indestructible gives you the ability to be decisive and a little bit rash. But there is a difference between being decisive and being rash. While we can't be judge, jury, and executioner, we do need to be decisive as men. Decisive and action-based. We can't think about it all the time. We can't think about it forever. We need to be decisive, and then we need to take action. Know where you stand, what you stand for, and go from there. And on that thought line, that calls out our old friend, Dexter. I've long held the belief that the only thing that separated men like Wyatt Earp and Bill Cody from the men they went after 
as lawmen was the badge they were wearing because honestly they were just as bad as most of the outlaws they chased it all came down to what side of the law they were on dexter if you're not familiar with the tv series is a monster the guy's a serial killer and he's terrifying but he has a bit of a code his clear lines that he believes and follows that guides and presides over his impulses and proclivities he only hunts other monsters that's right it's not a serial killer with a heart he's just a serial killer with code and having a definitive code is something that all of us as men need to have now hopefully you're not screwed up like dexter but having a code to live by is a must a set of rules beliefs and ideals that govern your actions will give you a much more solid foundation in life and help you have direction when you feel a little bit lost. Now, what list would be complete at all without the Batman? The anti-hero that has always been my favorite. Long before I bought comic books, Ghost Rider was my first comic book, but I loved the Batman. I grew up loving Batman. The Bat used his brain, I think, more than Tony Stark. He was highly, highly observant and didn't jump to conclusions, but followed the evidence. It was actually kind of uncanny because he was just, he was so much smarter than everybody. And he was so much more disciplined than everybody. Learning to read the signs and to notice little things is his own superpower, really. It, it honestly is. Batman read the clues. He looked at the signs and he processed the connections and what it was telling him. Your brain is your most powerful weapon and tool. So work on becoming more observant and aware and your brain will take you to a next level. You may not be the world's greatest detective, but you will be five steps ahead of most people if you learn to observe and process information so you can make clear decisions. Now guys, I had a lot of fun doing this episode. Uh, I, I've, I always have been an anti-hero nerd. Those were my, my big heroes in the comic books. And so I hope you take something out of this. I honestly believe that these 10 things, I believe I went through 10 in the list, will make you better as a man. They are things that we can learn. They're the things that draw us to these characters because we want to have a mission. We want to be men of action. We want to step in and fight evil. We want to stop the bad guys. We want to rise above reproach. And these 10 traits will help you get there as a man. Guys, be better tomorrow because of what you do today, and we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.